welcome to the All Things Leeds podcast. It's episode 10. Thank you for tuning in, downloading and listening as always. Uh, if you haven't heard me before, I am Ed. And as always, these uh, episodes of the podcast, I am joined by Leeds United fan and my good friend Charles Foster. How are you, Charles? I'm good, Ed. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Not bad, thank you. And we're also joined in the studio by uh, another good friend of mine. Uh, long time long time viewers of All Things Leeds will recognise him. It's Chris Chivers. How are you, Chris? I'm not too bad. Thanks for having me again. Hi, no, no worries. Uh, great to have you on again. Uh, well, in this episode, we'll be going over the uh, disappointing results uh, on Tuesday night. Leeds United losing 1 0 away at QPR. Uh, great opportunity uh, missed there. Uh, it's been a very good week, though, for the 23s. Two good results for them. 2 2 uh, draw away at Not in a Forest last Friday. And then 3 1 win over Newcastle at Nevermore Park in Guyley on a Monday night. We'll be discussing them. Uh, as well as looking ahead to a big game on Friday night. Let's see Leeds United take on West Bromwich Albion at Ellen Rose. Stay tuned. should start then um, I mean we would we would start by looking back at Leeds United's past two um, games uh, of course uh, beat Bolton uh, 2-1 at Ellen Road last Saturday but we did then lose 1-0 away at QPR on a Tuesday night and I don't think I can cope with talking about a Leeds United uh, win when we've just lost against QPR and blown uh, a great opportunity to return to the top of the table uh, championship table it's disappointing isn't it yeah it's, it's a little bit going um, I'll be honest when I was I watched the entire first half of the, uh, on the stream, and then I couldn't really get the second half, so I just followed it on Twitter. But I know, obviously, I know what's happened because I've seen the highlights and that. But and I actually saw it when I looked at my phone. I got a notif- notification to say we conceded in the 49th minute. I actually laughed out loud I thought, because I I, <laughs> I sat there and thought this is the most lead thing we could have possibly have done. This lot are absolutely terrible. They lost seven on the bounce. They conceded like 13 goals in like four games or something, and we've just turned up and done no and got punished yeah I think they conceded about 17 goals in in those seven championship losses in a row yeah I mean Chris did you get a chance to watch it first of all Uh, I didn't watch it unfortunately but I did I was following it Uh, obviously Phil Hay was the one giving me Twitter updates Mm -hmm. but to be fair he made it sound like we was just non-stop at them and we just couldn't break them down or we was too poor of finishing yeah, I mean, that's what I gathered from it. I mean, I, I I didn't have my full attention on it. I was at the Fazi Celtic game last night. We won four 0 so I guess, I guess that's something to to be happy about. Um, Plastic fun. But I did have the stream uh, on, on the other phone, so uh, yeah, I was watching it. I'd, yeah, for me, I mean, QPR definitely edged the first ten fifteen minutes of the game in the first half, um, but then we kind of grew into it. We started to control game, uh, control the game, uh, but we're creating quite a lot of chances as we usually do but as always we, we just can't finish yeah <clears throat> we seem to just be, I don't know what kind of professional footballers can't hit a ball on target but we appear to have hired them all <laughs> we, we, we've had we've had some terrible teams in the past some truly awful teams but all nearly all of them 
had players in it that could hit the target. We we genuinely cannot hit the target. You've got Barry Douglas volleying the ball over over, over the top into Rose Z from 15 yards out. <laughs> You've got Patrick Bamford nutting the ball straight at the keeper while the keeper's lying on the ground. There's only <laughs> You've got people missing um, chances as they roll across the six-yard box because you're not running fast enough. You've got Alioski trying to be, try and be uh, spectacular again from... Like the corner flag, where it was like dipping down and keeper had to tip it over. I don't mind them because we always win a corner off it. So, I mean, not that we ever do anything from corners. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> co- corners la- corners on Tuesday night were dreadful. Like, they were awful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sat here trying to think, oh, yeah, uh, what's some positive I can talk about? There's not much. No, there, there isn't I much. I mean, uh, the, mo- the most... <clears throat> the commentators on the QPR stream as well were making it even worse by really making me angry because <laughs> I was just sat there watching it thinking they're really just kind of I can't say what I want to say here but so I'll just say bigger themselves up um, <laughs> they were just sat there going uh, pretending like every Leeds foul was a straight red and <laughs> every QPR foul was a bit harsh on the player oh, well like, it wasn't I'll tell you what the referee was awful this game he was so bad there was one though where I don't know which QPR player it was, but they they basically just grabbed Hernandez by the top, by the uh, scuff of his shirt and threw him to the ground. And the QPR uh, uh, commentators kind of went, "It's a little bit harsh, but I see where the referee's coming from there." The referee was just so inconsistent during that game. Like there'll be a point where we would be fouled, and then just like moments later when they've got the ball, we'd do the exact same challenge. The referee don't don't. A foul on, on our on when they challenged us, but they would for when we challenged them. It, it was ridiculous. I mean, referees. Football uh, league's corrupt. <laughs> I, I've already said enough about referees in this division, but it, it is awful, Chris. And I've not been overly impressed with referees this season, to be fair. But I mean, nothing will beat Mike Dean as a referee. I think he's still up there as a benchmark that every referee should be setting. <laughs> yeah, he, like in the Premier League, in the Premier League amongst the others, like Mike Dean probably isn't. Everyone's favourite, but when he came down and, and refereed that, um, what the Reading game, wasn't it? The yeah. uh, Leeds Reading game. I thought, I thought yeah, best best referee. To we be had. fair, he was the best referee we've had. Uh, like he was very very consistent, which makes a change for Mike Dean. Mm. Yeah, he's a good referee when he's not picking fights with Pochettino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's no positive step from this. Real, I mean, Patrick Bamford. You know, last night there was that good opportunity in the first half where Hernandez crossing the ball. Bamford was at the far post and he just missed the ball. Any contact, it's a goal. Um, that one point in the second half as well, um, I think I think you mentioned it, where Tyler Roberts uh, played it to Bamford. He had a shot. I think it was saved and then another attempt. No, he, he, he received the ball from Roberts and he was bang on the cent- cent- kind of central bit of the box, uh, uh, right about 16 yards out. And he received the ball, and rather than have a shot on his right foot, because he's left-footed, obviously, he, he decided to pass it across to Stuart Dallas to take a shot. And Dallas, who wasn't really expecting the ball to come to him, has just toe-punted it at the goalkeeper. Uh, and it's quite fortunately flown up in the air. And uh, rather than head it as hard as you can into the back of the net, he's basically jumped up in the air and nodded it downwards. It's gone straight to the keeper's arms. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a concern, definitely. I mean, without Kemal Roof... <clears throat> I mean, Kemal Roof probably would have scored a, a hat trick against QPR uh, on Tuesday night. He, he always likes. I don't like, know if you can say that. Now. He, he always <laughs> likes to go against QPR. Massively hypothetical that. <laughs> but but uh, it is it is concerning, isn't it? Because we have so much possession, but when it gets to the final third, that ball into the box, sometimes it's okay, 
Sometimes Shaggy gets on the end of it, but they just can't finish. It is concerning. And I just think if we had uh, Robert Snodgrass and Chris Wood in this team, we'd have won this league by 20 points already. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> A player who can cross a ball, a player who can get it in the back of the net. <laughs> we have so many chances. If we put all of them away, we're winning every game like 3 4 nil, and we're walking this league. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we need Snodgrass because we do make those chances, but I definitely agree with Chris Wood. We need someone who's... Not necessarily a clinical finisher, just smart when it comes to in front of the... You, c- you can't say, though, that our crosses are of good quality, can you, though, mate? Some of them are. Yeah, they are, to be fair. No, they're not, apart from Hernandez, they're not. Exactly, but, Wait. I mean, even Alioski every now and again puts in a good ball. He's almost always fortunate, though. They're all, they always fly to the back post, and there's always someone there to nod it back across. They never they never find the player exactly. And Harrison's, I've, he did one in the, in the Bolton game where he was running down the right wing, and he just... He may as well have been told, all right, can you just volley it over the top of the cop, please, mate, for, for the effort he put in. He, he, he basically put it, he sent it into the Valentine's Day car park, the parade type thing. I mean, the only player who is capable of putting a good ball into the box is Jack Clark, but I, I don't think we can rely on an 18-year-old to win us the season. I, I will, yeah, we, we do need him back. He's, uh, yeah, I'll be happy he's a I think he's back at after the West Brom game. That's I th- yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he's back uh, shortly after. He's got to follow some kind of. Bielsa said he has to follow some kind of protocol to come mm. back in. I said it was a virus, didn't he? I mean, that could, that could be anything. Uh, if we are talking about positives in this game, though, I thought Casilla actually had quite a good game. Casilla did made, have a good made, game. It made a couple of good saves. Casilla did have a good game. You know what's really funny? I I I noticed this today. This match. Casilla's legs just a weird weird. Shape for me. Yeah, to like no, go I, down and get. I, I get in. what you mean, but I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna complain about his legs yeah. when he's making that, some amazing. Yeah. No, so. no, I did. I mean, that save when um, I think it was yeah, Dougie, uh, no, Dougie Freeman, Luke Freeman. By the way, Luke Freeman, he had an awesome game. But why, why do you keep calling him Dougie Freeman? Isn't he a boxer? Dougie, that's why he's a boxer. Yeah, I, so, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Luke, Luke Freeman. Luke Freeman. Right, I, I apologize. Don't, don't have a go. Luke Freeman. <laughs> Luke Freeman. Um. No, Dougie Freeman used to play for Leeds, that guy. Did he? He's football. football I'm going to Google this. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Google it. Uh, but Luke Freeman, I mean, he, he had a very good game against Leeds, didn't he? I mean, he'd been out with injury for so long, and then he comes back for the Leeds game, and he turns into Messi. Because no one was willing to two-foot him, not even Phillips for some reason. <laughs> and players like that, you need to, in the first five minutes, you need to properly dent their shin pads. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's putting yeah, it nicely. He has a point, though. I mean, it, it, he's, he's in the, sorry, from injury. Uh, I mean, if he, he he did, he was coming back from. Yeah, he, he didn't play the previous game. He wasn't even on the bench, no. and then he returns to the starting lineup and plays like he's on roids. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he, he did have a very good game, and of course, he scored the goal. Awful goal to concede. Eh? Hmm. Awful goal to concede. It's a Leeds United goal to concede. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's a nothing goal. Just a ball into the box. He taps it, and it, you know. Beats Casado at Naples, but yeah, back onto onto uh, Casado. He did have a very good game. He made that really good save when uh, it wasn't his near post. He, it, it was the ball. Uh, uh, that happened about fifteen times in the game because Alioski didn't stop any crosses. The ball <laughs> flew across the six-yard box, and there was two QBR players in there, and Casado was diving for it, and they just belted it past him because you know it's six yards out, and that's what all yeah. the teams do. They score chances when they're six yeah. yards out. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a you know. It was poor to concede the goal. I don't have any internet, um, so I can't Google W. Friedman. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I can. Um, but, yeah, back on to Casilla. He did make that one good save in the second half where Luke Freeman won this mad run, got a pass off to Nike Wells, 
And then Casilla was so quick out to Naki Wilson to make the save. It, it, it was great. It was a uh, if, if you're not the one I'm thinking you're on about. It was it was that weird one, wasn't it? When he basically he dived the wrong way but still saved it with his legs. Yeah. <laughs> he, he jumps down to his, down to Casilla's left and the button. Uh, Naki Wells hit it to Casillas right, and he still he hit him in the shins on his on his way down. All right, here we go. Uh, Douglas Freeman or Dougie Freeman uh, from Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, current team Crystal Palace. He's sporting director there, but he did play for Leeds in 2008 on loan. So there you go. You remember being a player we had on loan in 2008? <laughs> <laughs> it's just false of habit. I- Luke Freeman just don't roll off. He does Dougie sound like Freeman a boxer, though, doesn't he? He does. Dougie Freeman sounds <laughs> like a boxer. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably the only positive thing, Casilla. Uh, what do you make of substitutions? Um, that's a bit weird. I mean, I Doug- thought they were Doug- shocking. <laughs> Douglas for Phillips, Dallas for Ailing. Dallas, I thought he did better than Ailing going forward. He he offered a lot more for me. I had D- Dallas had a decent game. I just I can't act bringing defenders on when you're losing. It just winds me up. It's, the, it's, what, it's what Sarri do bringing like Zappa Costa when you're two 0 down. It's just, you, you may as well just <laughs> call the referee over and just ask for the full time whistle. There's, there's absolutely no point in it. And uh, Bielsa in the post match said, "Oh, I, I didn't feel the game suited Izzy Brown." It's like anything. Any attacking player would have suited this game. Yeah. We had nothing. And Izzy Brown came on, did make his uh, debut. Uh, ten minutes to go, and almost got sent off straight away. I didn't see the challenge. People say it was really bad. It made the first challenge was really bad. He had studs up, scissor tackle, goes straight in. But he gets a yellow card. <laughs> the Calvin Phillips. <laughs> but he, he gets a yellow card, which I thought, oh, he's got away one there. But then he makes another of a challenge about two minutes later, <laughs> and I was like, how is he not being sent off here? Referees kind of are a bit lenient with players like the just come back from injury and uh, just kind of a bit frustrated because you could tell he was a bit frustrated when he came on it's like yeah. why would you bring him on with 10 minutes to go yeah I mean you bring him on earlier you don't You don't take Phillips off for Douglas I'm, I'm re- and I'm, Dallas on for Ailing <laughs> before you bring on Izzy Brown it's just mental I'm really struggling not to swear about in this podcast by the way because <laughs> I'm so annoyed uh, I mean the first first thing that Brown did was a <laughs> it was a, it was a ball down the left hand side cross in and the ball just Goes on, hits Izzy Brown right in the face, goes out for a goal kick. So it, to say Izzy Brown had, had a good debut, he didn't have a good debut, but he did make his debut, which I, I guess is the good thing, really. And going forward, we do now know that, yeah, Bielsa does like Izzy Brown, he does want to play him. I, do, I just think, I, I actually think, I know Bielsa doesn't really, really operate like this, but I think the, the away crowd was chanting for him to come on. And I think uh, Bielsa just thought, oh, well, it'll shut the fans up and this will be... Uh, I would have thought like that, but mm. this will please the fans and it might create something, but... Yeah. Uh. What, what do you make of Bielsa then? Because, um, you know, the, during this game, he, he seemed a lot more animated on the touchline when I was watching. And then also after the game, I'm sure you've all you've both seen he that picture. He was not happy. Uh, but I'm sure you've both seen that picture where Bielsa's crouched down on the floor just staring at the, at the ground after the game of the tunnel. Yeah. Seen it? It's yeah, nice. Yeah. It's nice to see that the defeats actually affect managers. I mean, it'd be, it'd be terrible having a manager like Steve McLaren. Yeah, it'd be terrible it, having a manager who doesn't care. <laughs> Win or lose, he still gets his paycheck at the end of the week. Yeah. He can still pretend he has a hairline. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's no, he, does, he doesn't care at all. No. But he also really does care because football is his life. Yeah, which, F- football I, literally is his life. Which, which a lot of Leeds fans can relate to because. I'll be honest, football is one of the few things I look forward to when I wake up on a morning during the week. Yeah, I mean, on a weekend, the result 
makes or breaks. My yeah, opinion, really. yeah. If we lose, it's it's you're just depressed. Right. If we lose on Friday night, I'm gonna have an awful Saturday and an awful Sunday instead of just an awful Sunday. I hate Friday night kickoffs. Why is Sky Sports? I think I'm going out on Saturday, but I'll probably still be miserable if we lose. <laughs> um, <laughs> on, on words substitutions, do you feel as though we should have made substitution a bit early on? You know, in, in the first half where Cooper went off to go get stitches, we, we were down ten men for the last five minutes, and Bielsa said it in his press conference afterwards. It, it went off during probably our best spell of the game. Would you, would you agree with that? Bielsa was fuming because of how long he took to come back on. But uh, Cooper said in his post-match he had about six stitches. So. Yeah, he's getting stitches. Like, uh, it's it's not a two-minute job. I don't understand how someone split his head open that much. Mm. They just have six stitches on his eyebrow. That's the kind of injury you get in boxing. Just stick one of them bandages on for the next five minutes. It'd be, it'd have been some goon throwing an elbow in on a corner probably. Like, yeah. He normally is in the championship. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's it's one of those things that has to be looked at. And I fi- I like the fact that Bielsa's passionate, the fact that, you know, he couldn't get back on quicker, but it's one of those things mm. that, you know, it had to be done. So but how, how long is he expecting it to take? I mean, stitches aren't just a two-minute job. You need the, the numbing stuff, and then you... Numbing agent, stitches. yeah. Yeah, but he's from was it Argentina, isn't he? Uh. Yeah, I didn't really care about that. Just no no pain relief. <laughs> just not, st- stitch me up. It's not, it's not Pontus where he can head a brick and then just, just be absolutely fine. Um, yeah, with the substitutions... I felt this game had Jamie Shackleton in midfield written all over it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, when he was taking Alien off for Dallas, I was like, why are you bringing on Dallas? Bring I, on Shackleton. I know this is going to annoy Chris, but I reckon they should have just taken Klitsch off and put Shackleton on. Yeah. Because yeah. Klitsch wasn't offering much in this game. No. He, I, even you must admit, as a, he's, he's good, he wasn't offering much. He, no, I... I... No one was really offering much. I'm not I, asking yeah. you to slag off the man. I'm just saying, just admit that he didn't offer much. <laughs> In this, in this game. I agree. Yeah. I mean... Which makes a change for me. But it was when they were making the change for Ailing, for Ailing going off for Dallas. <clears throat> I, I would have bought on Shackleton personally. But at the very least, you're going to get a turn of pace, a lot of effort. Yeah. And it's nice to see one of the younger lads yeah. getting a run out. That's what Jamie Shackleton was... That's what Jamie Shackleton offers. I was fuming seeing that and seeing Dallas... I mean, Dallas did have a good, good game in all fairness when he did come on, but Shackleton... He, He's got so much pace, he'll just bomb forward down that wing and, and create stuff. He, he, he does, yeah. If, that, if Barry Douglas was fit enough to come on with like half an hour to go, why didn't he just start? Yeah, exactly. Because all QPR's dangerous moves came down our left-hand side with Alioski not defending properly. Yeah, Because he, he won't take off Alioski. I, I don't know if you've seen, but Alioski is one of the only players that has played every game. He's, he's, I think it's him and Luke Ailey yeah. that have played the most yeah. amount of games. We stick on Alioski at right mid then, what he did when... Douglas came on, uh, but I, I mean, yeah, not not really many positives to take from that game. Overall, just absolutely woeful uh, from Leeds United, and uh, the opportunity to go top of the league by one point missed. We're still third uh, on goal difference. Uh, automatic promotion place is a tough ask now. I wouldn't say they're a tough ask because I don't expect Sheffield United and Norwich to win all the rest of their games. And if we went and, w- and by some chuffing miracle won on Friday, then we then we'd go back top. Uh, at the start of the weekend, so it's like it's not out of our hands. Um, but with a group of players we've got and how much Bielsa's got out of them, and our expectations at the start of the season, I know obviously expectations change with uh, circumstances of the season and how things have been going and their momentum. But at the start of the season, if someone had told me 
uh, walk into the match, match on Stoke at home in the blazing sunshine. Leeds are going to finish in the playoffs this season. I'd have, I'd have took their hand off. Yeah. I, w- I, uh, I wouldn't have been saying, nah, I really think we should win the league by a mile here. <laughs> because I, wasn't, I was expecting us to come like between fifth and eighth, really. That was, my, that was my expected finish. So if we were to go ahead and finish third, I'm not going to be annoyed. And hopefully we can break this playoff curse of never been promoted to playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Chris, would you, if someone had gone to you at Saturday and said Leeds are going to finish in the playoffs, would you have taken that? I'd, I'd have told them not to stop lying because, to be honest <laughs> with you, we was. I, I thought we could have pushed sixth or fifth, but I never expected us to be as high as we was. But then when when I went to that first game, us versus Stoke, I think that was the moment I thought, wait, what's going on? Like, why are we doing so well? Yeah, I mean, that, that Stoke game, a weird one. I mean,. Boiling hot conditions, going down against a team who's just been relegated from Premier League. You're thinking, right, this is going to be really, really tough. And if you had gone to the last Palmas game, me, me and you went, didn't we? I literally just arrived from holiday, got, got from the airport, and gone straight down to the road. Um, Roof, yeah, that, Roof scored that last minute. Yeah, goal, didn't he? I've seen yeah. that last, like that last Palmas game. It wasn't a good performance. And watching that, you're thinking, Phillips Cooper Vardy is a pack three. No, no. Uh, but you think? I mean, it wasn't the best performance, and you're thinking after that, right? This is going to be a, a, a difficult season. But we go and beat Stoke three-one, absolutely. You know, just run them, run them off the pitch. Um, yeah, it def- definitely. Yeah, start of the season. If someone said to me, "You're going to finish the top six, I'd snap their hand off. It's all it's all about perspective. The thing is, I don't know if this is a Bielsa quote or one of the other people at the club. They basically said, "You're never as bad as you are." You're never as bad as people say you are in your bad moments, and you're never as good as people say you are in your good moments. You've got, the thing that Leeds fans in particular, but football fans in general, really lack is a proper sense of perspective. Like, we've won 19 games, which is, uh, I think, uh, two less than our best total for like the last five or six years. And we've still got like 13 games to go, so if we win three games out of 13, we'll exceed that record. It's You've just got to have a bit of perspective. We've been absolutely terrible for years and we are almost definitely going to finish in the playoffs because uh, I mean Bristol City are going on one of their bad streaks again they've had a good streak now they've had a bad streak and then they're probably on a good streak again because that's just how Lee yeah, Johnson I mean, they lost at home to Birmingham 1-0 on Tuesday didn't they? it's just how Lee Johnson manages you either you either win or win five in a row or you're losing five in a row <laughs> it must be the most weirdest club to support ever because they'll be like they'll be like oh Johnson out and then Johnson for the Premier League and then Johnson out again and, uh, Derby they can't string a run together they lost against Nottingham Forest they've, they've only won three and twelve of Derby not pl- not playoff form. No, Birmingham, <coughs> they're probably gonna inconsistent. They lost the Bolton. Point seduction soon. <laughs> Hilarious that that might happen. Yeah, uh, Forest are, are in a little bit of a run, but I still don't think they'll put, get enough to push into the playoffs. No, I mean, and if they do, they'll only nick sixth place, which won't affect us. No. I so mean, looking at them, top six is going to be top six. Then? I think, uh, I think top five will be as it is. I think sixth place may change. Yeah, but right. I mean, you're looking at those. I mean. I've gone down in these notes, uh, one to nine. I think that six to nine is like you know those are the four teams who could put you know who could get into that uh, playoff uh, place. You know, looking at those, I, I, I fancy our chances against against all of them really. Mm-hmm. Forest are the most likely out of them lot to make a make a to finish sixth place because the the rest of them are just inconsistent. Yeah, who, who do you want in playoffs then? <laughs> Not in Forest. Uh, oh God, I take Forest. Really? Yeah, I'd take for either Forest or hopefully Birmingham if they. they Br- Bristol City for me. You, I'd take Derby. We 
Van Derby off the park at Ellen Road. I don't want that. I don't want Frank Lampard's down yeah, the camp. I don't, I don't want him to finish in the Lampard, playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want him to yeah. fail miserably, then get sacked. All right. uh, <laughs> Birmingham, then, because we can beat Gary Monk yeah. in the playoffs. Uh, beating Gary Monk in the playoff final would be the best thing ever. <laughs> just to see the look on his miserable, snaky face. Yeah. I, just, I asked that, though. I mean, automatic promotion places, they asked that. I mean, it is still in our own hands, kind of, because we do play Sheffield United in a few weeks. Um, so and if so, if we win every single game at first of the season, we'll go up second. But that's a tough ask. It's not going to happen. So. If we're being honest with ourselves, we're not the first. We're not the best team in the league, and we're not the second best team in the league. So <laughs> the fact that if, if if you can work out the maths there, we're not going up automatically. No. But it's going to be a tough ask. It, it it could be worse. I mean, look on the bright side. We're not we're not twelfth are we? We're not playing dead rubbers for the last thirteen games like in every other chuffing season, are we? We're sitting at Preston away thinking, mm. Oh well we we're sat here watching a game of football but it's meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> watching J Roy Grot belt it over the bar. Yeah, I've actually got something to play for. It's not like I, I, I don't really like it at the end of the season. I, it was enjoyable <laughs> a few months ago, wasn't it? It was enjoyable watching Leeds. Now you just kind of want oh yeah. Just take me to the end of the season now so to see where we finish. Because a few months ago, we, we, we just thought, oh, there's, there's like 25 games off. There's so much time to turn this round. And then, then someone turned around to me, <laughs> someone turns around to you and goes, man, there's 13 games left here. We're almost, <laughs> we're almost at the end. And you're like, we're going to ruin this, aren't yeah, we? Like, like we always do. Yeah. It, it was enjoyable watching Leeds back in December. No, no, it isn't. Two months later, I'm, I'm hating it. I'm hating every single week. I'm going into every single game nervous. But I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not. Uh, you know, out, out of the question, but it's going to be a tough ask, but hopefully they can do it. Um, going on to injuries, um, then, before we go on to the uh, under-23s, um, we've already gone on to Jack Clark, probably going to be back after the West Brom game. Uh, for this QPR game, Bavardi and Douglas were back. Those are good signs. Uh, well, yeah, Berardi didn't feature that he was still on the bench for the QPR game. Uh, yeah, I always like to see Berardi. Um, if only to when it kicks off on the sidelines, he can. He's always the first one in <laughs> throwing a punch. Yeah, get get Berardi at right back. That'd be great. You reckon? Ailing's not. I mean, good. Good form. I, I want the club to when Berardi finally retires. I want the club to hire him as a discipline coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to sit on the sidelines and just glare at people. Uh, Chris, are you I, a big fan of Berardi? I I prefer Ailing. I feel like. Ailing can give more of an attacking sense than yeah. what Berardi can. Yeah, more of an attacking sense, but Berardi will just. But go that's all what we need. That's we we need, we need more def- of an attacking sense. Berardi's a better passer of the ball than Ailing is. Yeah, he is definitely. I mean, in saying that, against Swansea, Ailing did that gorgeous pass uh, out on, out to the left. They both have um, the different strengths, and that's that's the issue. They're both different types of right backs. Let's be honest. We have been massively pushing our luck this season. <laughs> yeah, we we have like a. Probably an, under an, any other manager, this team will be finishing tenth, yeah. and we're probably going to finish fourth. No, no, yeah. no. Second. So, Second. no, I mean, we're not. We're probably going to finish fourth. I mean, and, and as annoying as that will be, and as nerve wracking as it will be to watch the semi final, um, and I'm going to have to book it off work, which is going to be awful. But <laughs> I, I actually, I would love to see us go up via the playoffs. Going up via the playoffs is the best way to go up. You get, yeah, the most so amount, you get the most amount of money, you get a day out at Wembley, uh, and you get the entire like pub explodes when you score. Uh, finishing second is the worst way to go up, because you don't win a trophy. You don't play it final isn't game. the worst way to go up, because you yeah. go up straight away. The playoffs, you got all you got the semi-finals, then you got the final. Um, the drama's all worth it if you win, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> back onto the injuries, though. Back onto injuries, though. So, Bavadi back, Douglas back as well. And that gives, I think, Douglas being back is you know much better for us because we, it gives us an option to 
take Alioski out of that left-back position if we need to as a late stage, like we saw against well, QPR. He, he won't do it, I'm telling you. He likes Alioski. No, take, take him out of the left-back position, move him to right mid or something. Le- uh, no, just watch, ja- just watch Jack Harrison drop back to the bench and Alioski get pushed back up to left wing. Yeah. That, that's what will happen. happen yeah. Yeah, but he gives him more options. Uh, and then Kamaruf as well. Uh, he's not needing any surgery, which is uh, fantastic. That was good news. to hear, yeah, but I mean... How long is he out? Four to eight weeks? Well, I mean, with Rob Price, he's probably looking at being back. Tomorrow. Back. <laughs> being back for the West Brom game, yeah. Uh, he's, well, probably, he's probably bench-pressing buses at the moment. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> uh, moving on from that uh, disappointment uh, gets QPR to Let's try and cheer ourselves up. Uh, it's, been, it's been a good week for me in 23s. Uh, they've been doing well. Uh, two good results for them. Uh, we'll go in chronological uh, order, though. So two all draw waiting on the Forest uh, last Friday night in the league. And for me, I mean, this just shows a character of the youngsters isn't it? You know, you're going away to Nottingham 2-0 down and then to come back and draw to all brilliant result they were looking at to win it actually because Edmondson hit the bar in about the 87th minute or something, so they could have actually won it um, but yeah it's, it's good it's good character they're still top of the their their league I saw someone jokingly tweet uh, yesterday that um, <laughs> Rodgers Arnie's focused all his efforts on winning the league the under 23's league <laughs> <laughs> which made me laugh and I also saw the a tweet that, uh, which I retweeted that said uh, when we were conceding goals or set pieces Gianni, Gianni Vio didn't die for this which made me, made me laugh out loud um, and Chris for you 17 year old uh, Mateusz Bogus he uh, made his debut against Sonnen yeah yeah he did really well I was I was very very impressed to be fair I watched a stream because uh, on the LUFC TV thing the app yeah. so I was watching it it was he, Played really well. I was I was generally very impressed. Yeah, I was impressed with him as well. And and again on Monday night in that uh, Monday night game, I was very impressed with uh, Matej Bogus. Thought, thought he was really good passing, really good strength, really good. Yeah, he's he's a good player. You should call him up to the first team. <laughs> I mean, there, there was a when he came in, there was a thing going around saying, "Oh, he, he maybe could step yeah. up into the first team." He is he is you know yes he's seventeen, but you know he, he is a quality player. I heard, no, I think I saw someone from one at. The uh, coach, the club he was at, basically saying he was about eighteen months to maybe two years away from being a proper championship player. You know, like finished article. But then again, he, he's only like seventeen, and so being nineteen and being the finished article is not too bad, is it? No, not at all. Yeah, but he assisted uh, Edmonds, one of Edmondson's goals, definitely in the Newcastle game. Yeah. I mean, are, we, are we talking about that yet? Yeah, yeah oh, no, we'll move on to that Newcastle game. Uh, of course, at Nevermore Park in Geisley. Uh, Premier League trophy and Leeds United needed a win uh, to stay in this competition. Uh, anything else would not have been good enough. Um, and they did get a win. They did get a win. They went through to the next round. Very entertaining game. This, I thought, you know, a great, great under 23s game. Probably the best I've watched so far. Um, you know, great by the 23s. There were no first teamers in there, really. There was no Bavardi, no Izzy Brown. Um, and they beat a good Newcastle side. So, yeah, a good result and a good match to watch. The under 23s always seem to play better when there's no first teamers in the team, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they always, they, I think it's just mainly because they play with each other more often. They yeah. know each other better. Uh, yeah, I was impressed with. I was really impressed with um, Diaz. He was good. I was, and I, I think he was. You mentioned about Clark Odor. He actually looks like he could play the first team. He's so skillful. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, honestly, Clark Odor for me, he, he's gone so far under the radar. No one ever mentions him, but he's class for you, me. You, uh, Eze, you know, playing for QPR last night. I think him and Clark Odor are quite similar players in that they're extremely technical and, and, and gifted and, and really quite rapid. Yeah. I, was, I was impressed by uh, Bryce Susanna's pace as well. He's, he's ridiculously fast for a fullback. Yeah. So I once, he, he, uh, at one point in the game, he ran past like four players and then and then he he, had a, he did he, his shot got saved and it, it ended up 
ending in no- nothing. But the fact he he, he dribbled by about like four, uh, three or four players without, and they didn't even get a, to get a glove on him, <laughs> get anything like that on him. He was doing really well. And uh, Helm's an actual, absolute giant, so he'd be useful on set pieces yeah. in the first team. <laughs> uh, to be fair, we have a very very strong under <clears throat> twenty three team. When you look at that team, you think you know how many of them have actually stepped up either on the sub bench for our first team or yeah, definitely come on. It's it's looking very promising for our future, and I mean you can see that in their results. Unfortunately, they're not old enough to play. Well, they're not just there to play in the first team yet. Otherwise, I'd move them all to the first yeah, team. Yeah, there's some quality players in that under twenty three side. There really is. Um, it was really weird at the start of this game though, because I was watching a stream on Facebook. Do you usually stream on Facebook and then just? make you go to Village United app, yeah. which I still haven't done um, <laughs> but yeah at the beginning there was a 10 minute delay wasn't there because the re- confusion all around but referee wanted Leeds to change kits to change to a, a bright like lime green kit even though Newcastle win like blue they, really they, they changed it because uh, Will Huff was colour blind he admitted it on Twitter later on <laughs> so they had to change the kits because he couldn't tell the difference <laughs> <laughs> between between the uh, for some reason it was easier for him with the training kits I mean, it was just bizarre. Um, I, I mean, I like the training kits. To be fair, I think yeah, it looks. I, I like us playing in white, though, mate. Yeah, I like not, it playing not in white. Luminescent green. Yeah. <laughs> Will Huffer just needs to. Yeah, Paul Will Huffer. <laughs> just change his eyes. I <laughs> see. You can't fix being colourblind, mate. It's not like contact lenses <laughs> or laser eyes surgery. Yeah. <laughs> you just you've got it for life. Yeah. Bring back Blackman. Get his eyes. Give him to uh, Ra- to raid him for his eyes. Very <laughs> um, good player. In in this Newcastle game for me was Edmondson. I thought it was class. This two, game. two good finishes. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of he's gone off the off the radar a little bit, hasn't he? In, in the last six months or so, because mm. um, uh, obviously Clark and Shackleton have been getting applauded, and Edmondson's kind of like, I think he needs a loan move. Does Edmondson? I think he'd do well in League One. Like Malik Wilkes has shown that you can do it in League One if you put your mind to it. I reckon he should be pushing for that first team at Leeds United when we're having. You know, we're not being able to finish our chances. Edmondson, he can finish. It's two very good finishes in the Newcastle game, and his strength, his speed, his awareness, his link-up play. I think he's just an all-round excellent player, and he's still really young. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you're never going to start. <laughs> he's never going to start over Bamford, is he? No, yeah. probably not. But yeah, I mean, under twenty three, two goals up to them. Definitely good to watch. And Matthias uh, Bogus, Chris, for, you know, your your guy, your, your man I, guy. I'm, he, I'm excited. He, he was very good for the for those two games. Uh, but now, uh, before we preview the big game uh, on Friday, a few things that I want to go over. First of all, with the uh, Leeds United managing director uh, Angus Kinnear, his uh, program notes uh, for the uh, Bolton game. Uh, first of all, he go, first of all, he goes on about Spygate. Goes on this big rant, uh, uh, an embarrassing rant, really. It's up there with Andrea Ravizani's rant on Twitter really, earlier this week. I mean, it had far fewer spelling mistakes than it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, but, it, it, you know, it, it was. I'm not, I'm not being racially insensitive there. I, I appreciate the fact that Ravizani is Italian, but he knows how to use spell check. The man's a, the man's a multi-millionaire. <laughs> if you can't use spell check on Word, there's something going wrong there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, Kinnear, who it was first of all saying, you know, they, sh- they shouldn't have been fine. You know, what they did. What wasn't that bad, and what other clubs were doing to us, you know, complaining about us, that was in in bad taste as well. One of the, a couple of the quotes was um, I, I, he actually said our fans have spotted quite easily the the correlation between how poor the players were, you know, the pundits, the former players were in their playing careers, and, and how rid- ridiculous their opinions are now. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, fair enough, fair cop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he made some funny points here. He also said that if EFL wanted to take points off them, they'd uh, <laughs> they should have done it last season for when we <laughs> when we uh, released that new badge. 
I mean, idiot. he's not, also not wrong there. Yeah, that, that, he's I mean, not that, wrong. <laughs> we could probably probably would have deserved it for yeah. that one. That, that, um, that, that badge last season that they released. Yeah, he was, he was he was just saying that people calling for points deductions were just ludicrous. Yeah, which is correct. In fact, nothing he said was incorrect. It was more about the way he said it. <laughs> it, was, it, it was the it was the language he used. I mean. I, I think it's refreshing because I don't. I I hate the whole spin doctor routine, and Angus Kinnear usually is the best out of him, Otto and Rajazani at the spin doctor routine. <laughs> he, he is far and above because uh, Andrea has no filter whatsoever, which is why whenever they wheel him out in front of the media, he just says something that causes massive controversy. Victor <laughs> Victor Otto is a really intense bloke, so when you're asking him like kind of light and funny questions, he's just sit there and goes, "Yes, this is my answer. <laughs> this, this is my answer. This is why I've done this. I do not have social media for a reason." <laughs> um, and then you will Kinnear out, and he's like a big, but like a big <laughs> beaming smile on his face, and he's always going, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're doing this at the club. We're doing that with the club. We're looking forward to it." No, la 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 la. And, and and then he's, at this point he's clearly got really annoyed. He's just gone right. This lot of just I just realised I can't swear. This lot of, <laughs> this lot of being not professional <laughs> in in, the, in their methods of kind of antagonising leads. Yeah, I mean it's a weird bunch for board, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean it says some good points. So hopefully that's the last we've heard of Spygate. Um, Bet you were five, it's not. <laughs> I, I think it is. I, I think it should be. Yeah, hopefully. Um, we're going on to the badge, though, so it was joking about last season's badge, but uh, they've released a new badge for next season. Uh, they're not going back on it now. They didn't do, like, an, an official release. They just... No, they put it in slyly, didn't they? Yeah, released it yeah. like a teaser, and everyone was like, oh, this is a new badge. Um, I mean, you got it in front of you on the pages. What, what, what are your thoughts on this? I, I like it. It's a bottle job move. <laughs> a bottle job move? They've essentially just taken the badge we currently have... <laughs> Taken the LUFC bit out of it, so the badge looks weird, like someone's done it on a on their laptop, and then and they've uh, they've they've just done the most easy, basic PR move badge they can for one season, and then they're gonna experiment. Uh, hopefully, they said they were gonna consult the fans, like have like a voting poll, which they didn't do last time for some yeah. reason. Uh, which which would be yeah. good, but he asked about a hundred Leeds fans. Oh, what means a lot to you for Leeds salute? Rubbish. Well, yeah, I, the Yorkshire Rose. I can't believe he didn't come up on that on that poll of a hundred. No one said, "Oh, actually, yeah, just stick the Yorkshire Rose, and we'll be right." <laughs> I mean, no, no, you're never going to get any Leeds fans going. You know what? I don't think we should have the Yorkshire Rose on our badge, <laughs> or the smiley. They're the smiley badge. I would have liked. Oh, our year, yeah, <laughs> oh, the year that we were. Actually, the the the, the Revy one where the, the kind of the diagonal of the UFC badge. You know, the, the just the letters in the diagonal. That'd have been good for the hundred years. Yeah. Well, I, I, unpopular opinion i actually quite like the peacock badge i know it was terrible uh for our seasons whilst we had a peacock badge but i kind of like the badge nah smiley badge is the best badge mate also in the most successful period in our history as well that smiley badge were back back when that was released that that was like i think that's what made the smiley badge because of because of how well we did Mm. whereas the peacock badge we did terrible and i still i've got i've got one of the vintage shirts with the smiley badge on it yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, I, I like the one where we won the uh, 92 division. I don't like that badge. Um, Good shirt as well. I, I don't sure. particularly like the badge that we have now, the shield. <laughs> For me, it kind of represents failure. dark times. <laughs> failure. Dark times at Leeds United. I think we got it in about, what, 2006 or something, and then yeah. from then on, it's all been bad. 
Yeah, but I mean, for me, this badge for next season, I don't mind it just for one season only. You know, it, it hasn't, you know, just created a massive like new badge, which was a uh, which could have been a massive risk. You know, they've they've kept it with the shield, which you know quite a lot of people don't really mind. Um, they put the years 1919-2019, which is good. A uh, hundred years, I don't think they really needed that. Um, but a big thing that they want that they want is the Legion United written on it. They don't want LUFC, they want Legion United, so yeah. people in other countries can recognise it. I kind of see the point in that. I kind of want, I kind of like having the Legion United thing on it, but um, I mean, yeah, the LUFC, a lot of people saying that they don't want to it's, see that get rid of. It's been done purely for branding purposes, hasn't it? I mean, I don't see a problem with having LUFC on the badge. I mean, for some reason, Andrea's um, is obsessed with having the words Legion United on any badge we do. And the thing is, it's, it, <laughs> it's the words Legion United are quite long. So unless you're doing it like round a circle or underneath something, it's, it's, it's quite difficult yeah. to fit it into a badge. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? Do you remember, I think it was 2012, Arsenal's kit? Yeah. They had that special but, kit yeah. and it, it had, they, they literally changed nothing. They just put how many years the, the special yeah, kit was. Yeah, put this little that, ribbon down. Yeah, yeah the it, little it ribbon. reminds me of that, yeah. I said, uh, I think it was 100 years. Yeah, they did exactly the same. It was, it was kind of... <laughs> It won't be a hundred years for Arsenal. No, I can't remember what badge it like. Because they they weren't they <laughs> they weren't formed in no nineteen twelve. I, I don't think they were, but I can't remember what it was for. But it was it was a special kit. It might have been one hundred and twenty five anyway. years. It was um, it was a what? shocking kit. It, well, no, it was a nice badge, but it was kind of like yeah, you've just kind of done what you know. The, yeah, well, the I, basics. Yeah, I see your point. This definitely does remind me uh, of that. Uh, but yeah, I don't mind it. The only thing that I don't like is they've got rid of the OUFC and kept these like silly lines. What, 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 what's that all about? People have nicknamed it the T badge, you know, because because where LUFC used to be, and you can now just see see like a T on the badge. Hmm. That, that um, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, Arsenal. Um, yeah, it was 125th one. It, it, Called it, it, yeah. It very very similar. Yeah. I've got to say because Arsenal weren't formed in 1912. Uh, yeah, Leeds is. are actually one of the youngest clubs in the football league. Yeah, yeah. And we got one of the best histories in the football league. Um, <laughs> it's funny how, how Leeds City, the, the the club that preceded Leeds United, were, were closed down. They were closed down for bribing officials. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny we could do that nowadays. Stuff, which which really set the club up for the rest of its yeah. long hated history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, for me, I don't particularly mind this badge. I get the reason that I want Leeds United on it. The years, hundred years, nineteen nineteen, two thousand nineteen is good. Um, and it's just for one season only, which I guess is a bonus. Chris, do you like it? First of all, we really I don't know. mind it. Yeah, I, I'd have liked to seen a bit, a bit more of a bold move, changing it completely. But you know, you like yeah, because Huddersfield did a good job of it. I mean, we, that, Huddersfield have never done Huddersfield's a good job new badge this season was awful. No, I I really <coughs> liked their badge. One the, this season, the yeah, ne- the, the Neto one, badge, no, the Terry's badge. Yeah, to the, be the fair, the one with a dog with a the ball, went, the Neto badge. Yeah, yeah. they <laughs> went awful. something. Sim- it's simple but effective. You know, no nobody else within the Premier League has a badge yeah. like that. And yeah, no one else same, has it because. They, they know what a good badge looks like, and but at that, the same time, they badge. kept the old badge as well. So it was kind of like, yeah, it's a good badge, but yeah. you've also got the other one. It, it it was a win-win for them. I mean, definitely when they're doing the, the next big badge to take us forward for the next few years, they need to uh, consult scenes to get orders and definitely. the rest of it. Definitely, I, I think it, they need um, to change it up in a bigger way. But Charles, you're not a big fan of this one, then. The, this badge, no. But yeah. you know what? It's, it's it's not a random fascist-looking guy <laughs> doing the lead salute, so. 
Could be worse. Yeah, but, but anything's <laughs> better than last season's badge. Yeah. Uh, can hear, he was also talking about a, uh, a new stadium as well, saying that we need uh, a bigger belt. That's, that's his uh, words. Rumour from uh, Leeds United Stadium tours as well, saying that uh, they're looking at around... 57,000. It's going to be the biggest stadium in League One. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so what are your thoughts on this? Um, what are your thoughts on this? And how do you think it will work? You know, what, what stands are going to be developed? Um, the I mean, do you think they'll move, they'll move the stadium? They can't move Elton Road. No, because they won't, they won't move it because then that'd be such a massive effort and it'll cost so much money. They'll just extend the... They'll probably knock down the West Stand and the Cop and rebuild them taller. Yeah, the 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 West Stand will, be, will look like the East Stand does now, yeah, and it, it'll be like a two folded over stands, and the the cop will become much bigger, and they'll just leave the South Stand being small. But I mean, they can't really <clears> do much with the South Stand because it leads onto the road. The road, they yeah. can knock all them silly boxes out of it and yeah, put, put another three thousand seats. Knock the in. boxes out, and I think what they could do is get the North Stand, move it a bit further north, move the pitch with it, and put seats at the front of a South Stand just yeah, and yeah, then kind of yeah I get what forward. you mean I, I guess that's an option it's a tough one because for where Ellen Road is situated apart from that car park they don't have much room to be honest with you mm. like, no <laughs> no I don't don't. Have much room. It's, and it, it's not like a because the, the old peacock the pub next to the ground has been there <clears throat> since before the football club was formed and, and since the, the the pitch Ellen Road was on used to be called the old peacock ground for the for the rugby team that used to play there so the pub's like a, a hundred and odd years old so it's not like you just knock it down and go alright we'll use that space <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that so you, you, uh, you, you're a bit constricted I mean for how big a, a city Leeds is there's not actually that much space in it like it's not like um, <clears throat> Liverpool and Manchester where there's like loads of space around the city for, to, for, to build stadiums and that yeah exactly I mean you won't be able to fit two I mean I mean, there's Headley and everything but you won't be able to fit two football teams in Leeds um, I mean, it definitely does need developing the Road. I mean, it's a shithole, but <laughs> it's our shithole and we love it. What happens to the PG role there, mate? Yeah. Hey, it is saying, it is saying <laughs> El- Bird is an absolute dump, but it, it, it's ours and we love it. But it, it definitely does I'm, need I, uh, Yeah, I'm very fond of it, but it does need a massive lick of paint. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. With, like you say... If if we was to move it, where could we move Ellen Road? Yeah. We can't really move well, it anywhere. I'm also not willing to move yeah. Stadium. We're, I, I, we're not I, doing that. I, I, I won't want to move it because Ellen Road is just it's too exactly it's just too much history. I don't, I don't want to end up like Coventry, where they're playing all their home games in like Northampton. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like we're playing all our bloody home yeah. games in Wakefield or yeah. something like that. That'd be that's <laughs> not happening. That would be the worst thing of all. Yeah. Oh, um, but I mean, yeah, Ellen Road definitely does need developing. Fifty-seven thousand. That's a, a good, a good target. Be to nice to turn up to a match day and be able to pay on the door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're doing this because the scene tickets, you know, twenty-two and a half thousand scene ticket holders. If they all get renewed, and then uh, no one else is, um, it's gonna, uh, they're not gonna sell new scene tickets. If you're not a gold member or a season ticket holder, you have zero chance of getting a ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fifty I guess it's good, but for me, you wait a few seasons while you're in the Premier League. Wait like two seasons being in the Premier League because if you Go up and then straight away, right, fifty seven thousand. Here we go, and then you go down again. It's going to be pointless. I don't think so because I mean this season, um, even to what you know, some games last season we were selling out Ellen Road, mm. and I mean what we're in the championship and we're selling out what thirty odd thousand. Yeah. thirty six is the capacity now. Yeah. Ken Bates knocked it down. We'll build another them boxes. Exactly, but I mean 
57's a big ask. Like that's a that's a lot more. Serious. We we are a big city though. We are the third yeah, biggest big city, city. Big, third biggest city in the UK. Yeah, big city, one club city, but. You know, I remember days going to the road and we were getting about eighteen thousand in or something. And it's not happening. You know, even then we, we we were kind of pushing up. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it could, just wait a few seasons being in the Premier League and make sure that you're guaranteeing right sell outs. You know, if you go up, get fifty seven thousand, then go down in your first season, it's going to be pointless. Uh, that's unfair on the the twenty twenty thousand that won a ticket and can't get one because. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because um, um, trying to buy a ticket now, if you if I wanted to take some friends or something, it's near enough impossible. Yeah. Like they've even changed the rules, so you can't buy nine tickets anymore. You got to buy three. I I agree with that. To be fair, nine tickets was ridiculous. Purpose. Nine tickets yeah. was ridiculous because everyone was buying them and then selling them on for ridiculous prices. Yeah, they're always like, oh yeah, I'll meet you at ground. <laughs> I'll give you thirty five quid. It's just like you you you're. you're you're a scalper, mate. You're an absolute. <laughs> you're, you're a leech in our club. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's a Kinnear's uh, program note. Very interesting. Um, uh, also, if you missed it, Andrea Rosani's rant on her Twitter about the uh, Dale Mills article saying that any sell if we don't go up. We're not going to get into that. Um, but <laughs> it's like the angry, illiterate ravings of a madman. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the ni- nicest possible way. <laughs> uh, but let's look ahead to the uh, massive. Massive game on Friday night. Then Leeds United against uh, West Brom uh, at Hillen Road. A season-defining match this for, for both clubs, really. Um, but, I mean, if Leeds have any ambition of getting into the top two, this is a must-win. That's what we said about QPR, though, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I don't expect us to win. Um, I exp- I, I'm hopeful for a, for a point. I think a point would be a good result. Yeah. Take us above Sheffield United for 24 hours at least. <laughs> Hopefully Wednesday will do do the business for us, uh, and we'll stay there. But yeah. that's on Monday as well, the uh, Sheffield derby. derby. But that's a big derby, regardless of the form that Wednesday or United are in. A derby's a derby. Wednesday are in quite good form. Yeah, they haven't. I mean, the the one on Tuesday night, I believe, yeah. um, at home. Don't get me wrong, I. I I hate Sheffield Wednesday, but I really hope they do a job for us there. Yeah, I really hope Steve Bruce and Sheffield Wednesday do a really good job and and flash Sheffield. Plus, United. one of my mates is a um, he's from Donny and he's got a lot of Sheffield United fan mates, so it'd be really nice <laughs> if, they, if they were really unhappy. It'd be great. Remember, it's it's a way as well for Sheffield United, and they don't have the best away form. Um, you catch my back a few weeks ago; they were three 0 up away at Aston Villa. End up joining free all. Um, yeah, they don't have the best away form this season at all. Um, so you can take that into account. But I mean, yeah, definitely, it's a must win for Leeds United. We just need to get through these hard games, uh, and then we'll be all right. We need to get through West Brom. We need to get through Sheffield United. We need to get through Bristol City. Yeah, I mean, you look at our and next then the rest of the games are all down the bottom of the table. Yeah, I mean, you look at our next three games: West Brom at home, Bristol City away. We've got Reading away on a Tuesday night. Um, of course we do <laughs> Sheffield, Sheffield United at home these next four games are, are massive but really really difficult as well yeah <laughs> it couldn't really be worse that's the thing we couldn't have a worse fixture you know fixtures in the next four I, I just four hope games. we turn up on Friday because they don't yeah. have a game for eight days afterwards so just put everything into this game and then you can have a couple of days you can have the weekend off lads yeah. and then we'll, <laughs> come back on Monday morning we'll start we can start the preparations yeah. for Bristol City but. well if we don't turn up on Friday we're going to get absolutely hammered by West Brom um, mm. it is going to be hard we know the quality that West Brom have um, you know the players that they've got Dwight Gale Jay Rodriguez Sheffield United not doing us any favours by not two-footing them every time they were near the ball. Um, but yeah, we know the quality that West Brom have and it's going to be really difficult against them. 
I'm, I'm more nervous for having Gale there more than anyone. I think Gale is a class. Well, he always seems to score against us. Exactly. And to be honest with you, I think I'm not too worried about Rodriguez or anything like that because Pontus will just knock him out. But mm. Gale <laughs> seems to be the one that always yeah. gets away and does something. Just be thankful that we don't have Rob Green in goal for oh, the game on Friday. God. If you remember the game against Newcastle, since go. I wasn't at that game. The long ball, <laughs> Bob Green. Just don't catch him. It, it didn't seem like I'd I'd miss much. <laughs> yeah, Rob Green was, to be fair, one of. I I was tense every time Rob Green had the ball, and yeah, Ed can confirm. That. I mean, for the first half of that season, Rob Green were pretty dire, but the second half of the season, he was our, one of our best players. I remember um, Newcastle away, and he, he was just making like save after save after save. <laughs> he, he was just incredible, and then and he finally got beaten with like a, an, an absolute world of a shot, and then we equalised in the 95th minute. That was funny. Look at him. All angry Geordie's just hanging about. Looking back at that season, what a chance we had. We went on a good run, joined away at Newcastle, beating Brighton at home, and then we've just all awful exactly the same this season. Because <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we don't learn from our lessons. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a lead. Um, but yeah, we know the quality West Brom have. It's going to be difficult. West Brom currently in fourth as well, four points behind us. So if they want to push uh, for the top two, they need to win this one as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's got... Massive game, important game. It, it, it should hopefully be a good game. If Leeds United turn up, it will be entertained. It, it would be just the type of game where we, we we turn up like a derby or a Swansea performance and just batter yeah. them, wouldn't it? Going into the game with no momentum at all, <laughs> no confidence. You remember that derby game? We were going into it, no momentum at all. But then we go into the big game and just play them off the park. If we, we do that, that'd, that'd be great. I mean, the media did play a massive part as to why we turn up on that game, though. Because, just because they, uh, we were just getting the team were getting slagged off, the fan base were getting slagged off, the manager were getting slagged off, the, the, the board, the managing board were getting slagged off, and we just turned up and slapped him about. It was so funny. <laughs> and uh, Lampard just stood there for 90 minutes. I don't think he said a word. Jody Morris was like running back and forward and uh, just did nothing. Yeah. Chris? I mean, to be fair, I kind of, I want something to go down in the media just so we do have a little bit of like, you know, hype or something because yeah. it seems to be every time our names are mentioned in other, because we're in the championship banter group and every time someone says something bad about Leeds, we always seem to do a job. <laughs> and it's the only time we ever do a job when yeah. someone says something bad against Leeds. I, it, it just seems like, you know, without without momentum... I can't see us doing much here, and it, it's upsetting, but it's true. West, West Brom are probably, you know, for me, on paper, best team in championship, um, really. And you know, remember, we're we going into this. This is our third game in six days as well. And on Tuesday against QPR, we looked absolutely shattered, didn't we? Thank you to the EFL for their terrible fixture. Yeah, I mean, the, the joke about this on square ball, but we were scheduled to play QPR on that Saturday, and they're playing on a Friday. They're perfectly free to play on that Saturday, so we could have easily played then. <laughs> it's for TV though, wasn't it? Because they wanted us on the red button. I right, that annoyed me. So Sky Sports, right? They put Bury versus Portsmouth over Leeds. Yeah, uh, yesterday. Oh, was you, it? Yes- yeah, you would. That's a big League One game. Um, D- Bury are in League Two. It is the Checker Trade Trophy. What the hell are they playing? At? <laughs> um, but yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough and. Charles, is tiredness for you, is that going to be a factor on Friday? Does that worry you? The energy levels don't worry me at the moment. Uh, actually, what, what, what I noticed when we were playing against QPR wasn't the, the fact that we didn't look like we had much energy. It was the fact that we always try these one-two passes to break, to break through opponents' lines. And 
some, when they come off, they look really good. But a lot of the time, the passes are so lazy and casual. You're passing like three yards in front of your, front of your man or you're passing in between the, the, the guy you're trying to find and the defender and the defender intercepts it. And, and the, the attackers are just amazed that the defender would dare to stick a leg out <laughs> and intercept the ball. It's just like, pass the ball to his feet, you moron. <laughs> it's not that hard. You're a professional footballer on thousands of pounds a week. It's not hard to pass a ball 10 yards. I can pass a ball 10 yards. Yards. Yeah. Um, um, well, you've, never, you've never seen me play football, to be fair, mate. Yeah, I think we need to play football sometimes, to mm. be honest with you. Um, well, lineups then for Friday. Who, who plays for you? I'm, ge- I'm guessing we should, we should make changes from the QPR game. Not going to happen. So. It will happen, but. Yeah. <laughs> Cassia in net. Um, I'd, I'd put Alien over at Baradi again. Nah, sod it. Start Baradi for me. Start Baradi. I'd say start Douglas at left back and me Valioski third forward. Yeah, I'd, start, I'd agree. Sh- with start Shackleton in midfield as well for me. Let's, let's just have a, let's have a crack at it. Let's just stick out the under twenty five. Let's, let's just stick out a young squad and then just run at them and see what we can see if we can do out. Yeah, I don't. I'm 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 sick of this passing around the eighteen yard box, trying to chip it into each other for the perfect goal. Let's just run at them, blast a few shots, and hope Sam Johnson drops yeah. one to his own sodding net. Yeah. And I then mean, we, de- de- we definitely just just take a few shots as well. I mean, we, we barely. We're taking shots against QPR, just passing it all the time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, you start Douglas and Bavardi, yep. move Alioski a bit further forward, maybe stick him on the on right, right midfield. Um, and yeah, Shackleton as well, definitely uh, in first shout. Uh, maybe that played a part in Bielsa's mind, you know, not not bringing him on against QPR, save him for. for I don't think. Game. I don't think. No, he, no. I, I, um, I think it was just because he he likes his team. It, if you look at Bielsa, if he makes a change, it's due due to either injury or because he thinks the tactics would suit someone else better. Like is he if Izzy Brown makes an appearance, I'll be I'll be surprised because he said he said the other game didn't suit Izzy Brown. Does does West Brom suit Izzy Brown? Did he say so? <laughs> who knows how that man's mind works? <laughs> what who suits knows, Izzy Brown? Who knows what Bielsa thinks of? Sitting on the bench suits Izzy Brown. <laughs> um, <laughs> Playing in the 23s and not really trying that hard suits Izzy Brown. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, de- definitely changes needed for Friday. Um, score predictions then. How much are we going to lose by? I'm going to go for an optimistic 1 1. 1 1. Chris? I'm saying Kieran Gibbs is going to score against us and Dwight Gale. So I I'm can't stand Kieran no. Gibbs. I don't mind him. For the be Arsenal reject. <laughs> he wasn't an, that's the thing. He wasn't an Arsenal reject. He was an Arsenal reject, he mate. He wasn't. He played for Arsenal. He did well at Arsenal. And got rejected and sold to West Brom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, score prediction, Chris. Um, 2-1 West Brom. You can't predict Leeds to lose on a Leeds podcast, mate. I've, I've got to. <laughs> it's, it's just reality. At yeah, because I'm going to predict 4-0 West Brom. <laughs> nah, I'm going to go 1-0. You guys are brave. I'm, I'm saying. I'm hoping we know we remembered how to defend, and we actually can hit the back of the net at some point. It depends. If Halioski is still at left back, we're not going to win that game. I'm telling you now. I think Douglas will start though. Yeah, so do I. I could see that happening. Yeah, definitely. He played half an hour. He can probably start. No, <laughs> I mean, it still it still irritates me how far he blasted that chance over the bar. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, definitely definitely changes needed. Chris, you're going for a West Brom win. Me and Charles, we're, we're hopeful. We're, we're going for a draw. I don't think Leeds United can win this. If if we do, that'd think, be amazing. I, I, I don't think it's right to say we can't win it. I just don't think we will win it. <laughs> I don't so, think, it's not if if we turn up with the right performance, we we could win it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, 
Jaw, one old jaw, one old jaw, and Charles. Uh, but that brings us to the end of this podcast, uh, episode ten of the All Things League podcast. Uh, thank you very much to Charles, as always, for joining me. Thanks for having me on, and uh, thank you to Chris as well. Thank you for joining us in the studio. All right, happy to be here. I really do appreciate it, um, and thank you to everyone uh, who has tuned in, downloaded, and listened as well. We really do appreciate that. Uh, make sure to give us a five star rating on iTunes. Share the podcast around as well uh, with your friends, family. If you haven't subscribed to the All, the, uh, All Things League YouTube channel yet, uh, make sure you do. Uh, follow All Things League on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Fans all there. Uh, have a good one, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>